0: i hey everybody welcome to the latest episode of all too real two my name is Michael E. the II and with me as always is is Matthew Lord uh, Legends uh, Haas. Lord Legends Haas. yes Lord Legends how are you today
1: I'm doing fine, actually. That's actually a really cool name, Lord Legend. I like that, yes. uh, or Lord Legends. Um, Lord Legends. That sounds like a like I, like a comic book character name, Lord Legends. Mm-hmm. Um, like like maybe a villain, but more of like a of like the business type, like Lex Luthor type, like not not someone who has like powers, but just like more of the financial I was thinking like a, yeah.
0: a like a medieval knight.
1: <laughs> yeah, like Lord of Legends, yeah. Like uh, <laughs> well it could be like one of like the uh like the anti Shiny Knight, you know, from the D C comics. So yes. like you know like that could have been one of the guys that Shiny Knight was always facing up against because, you know, he believed like in equality and stuff like that. But Lord of Legends was about like maintaining like the feudal system very you know, hardcore like or whatever. Lord of Legends versus Shiny Knight. I'm gonna, I'm gonna submit that to DZ Comics. Like, hey, you should do you wanna, Yeah, do you want to revitalize? Um, you know, the Shiny Knight and the Seven. Uh, what, what do they call it? the Seven Soldiers of Victory? The Seven. Um, something like that. Something like that. Because yeah, Star Girls coming up again soon. So now, you know, Shiny Knight and those characters are starting to get kind of. You know, recirculated into the, you know, I guess the the ethos, I guess the consciousness, yeah, of comic book people.
0: <laughs> so anyway, no, I didn't know who that. Yeah, you know, I, I <laughs> didn't know who that was until that until that show. Anyway, so yeah. um, today mm-hmm. on the show, speaking of comic books, we are covering the Legends of Tomorrow season six episode three, called the X Factor. <laughs> as an EX factor. Um, Mm -hmm. This was uh, directed by David Geddes. Um, It's, uh, so what were your initial thoughts of this episode here, Matt?
1: (laughs) I loved it. I thought it was, I thought it was hilarious. Um, Yeah. Um, Like every episode they do is just, it's like, I love this show because of how funny it is. Like, like, it's like a comedy to me. I mean, like, but it's a superhero show.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it's great. I mean, I I don't get why a lot of people are down on this show sometimes about the comedy, but mm. I think I think that's what makes it unique and makes it fun. I mean, yeah. you don't have to be so dark and serious all the time. You know, you can be fun because mm-hmm. comic books are not. That's the thing. People are like, oh, it's a. What's the genre? Comic books. No, comic books isn't a genre. That's a right. You know, or it's superhero. You know, it's it's it. There are so many different things. It, it's like when people say, what's the genre animation? And I'm like, yeah, because okay. animation is both, uh, you know, Toy Story and Akira. <laughs> you know, it's not the same. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's two different types of things. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, um. Yeah. And then you got you know comic book things. You got Legends and you got Arrow, and they're totally different. I mean, they're in the same universe, but they're one's really dark and one's really fun.
1: <laughs> I know, like Oliver Queen. Uh, he's so he's so serious all the time. He's gotta you know he's gotta cross names off that list, you know, and all that kind of stuff, you know. And
0: and then you got like you know
1: what's some hum?
0: What's that? And and also like Batwoman's kind of the new. Darker type thing, yeah, like the serious. But but it's it's fun too, actually. And in my opinion, if this is this is my little uh, PSA right now, Mm. start watching Batwoman, people. Give it a chance. It is the best written. No, besides this one, because this one it is it is actually the best Mm. written CW show Mm. out there besides um, Legends, in my opinion. So currently, no, so
1: (coughs) because they they got to make everything uh, social justice for, you know. <clears throat> it's always got to be a woman, uh, gay, or black, or perfectly all three. Not allowed to have a straight white male character anymore. Or, or, or if, if he is, he's got to be in the background, because that's that's our place now. It's straight white men. We're so oppressed. Hmm. Sorry. Uh, I, I I read comments like that all the time now. Me on too. Facebook groups so on power. I'm like, my my
0: yeah, my, like my, my, no favorite is, my favorite is my favorite is when people are like, what why do why do my comic books have to be so 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 like uh, uh, about um, you know society and about like uh, issues and stuff like um, right you know because they never were before. Yes, they have been since the fucking beginning. You dumb, dolt. I anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> literally just
1: I mean, like Stan Lee you know even said about you know how you know comic books have always been about that and they'll, they'll continue to evolve so there's never going to be a, a sort of like static like we're going to use this as like the baseline and then we're not going to go any further than that like no the reason why it started there is because that was what was going on at
0: that time that it started i I only, I only <clears throat> want my comic books to be yeah. white men punchy punchy and uh and, and, and shooty shooty at each other <clears throat> right and if you know and if we do have, fly you know, fly in the sky sky sky
1: yeah yeah, and if we do have female characters, I basically just want to be masturbation
0: material I, mean, that's, I, I, that's, I want, I want them I to wear scantily clad bikinis yeah. and uh capes and mm-hmm. um i i and or or I just want Superman to save them.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, I don't want them to actually the have a mind of their own, like you know, maybe Lois on on uh, Superman and Lois currently. Um, anyway, so um, yeah. <laughs> that's the other thing about that, really quick. So, like
1: the whole Superman thing, like I, I, I keep hearing this argument over and over and over again, which pisses me off, is that Superman's a bad character <clears throat> because he's too perfect and you know he can't be killed. And then, so he's like a basically like a boring character. It's like,
0: have you read any of the comic books at all yeah. about Superman? And, and, like, and that's another like, another public service announcement. Start watching Superman and Lois. Yes, yeah,
1: Superman and Lois.
0: There you go. That's a great. It's like I, I heard someone talking about this like like a
1: year ago, and I'm like, I'm sitting there in the car with him and like some other like one of my friends, and he's going on for like ten minutes about like how oh, Superman's actually not a good character because he's, like, too perfect and, like, he doesn't have any weaknesses and, like, you know, so, like, all these other characters are, like, more, like, human, you know, and it's, like, for one thing, okay, his name is Superman, so it's in the name to begin with that he is a super... Human. But
0: the thing is, is he's no and, more difficult to write than, like, the Hulk or uh, yeah. or, or, or Captain America or any other fucking character. Mm-hmm. It's just you got to be creative with it, and you got to not be boring like, um, you know, Zack Snyder. Anyways, um...
1: Yeah, well, that's the thing is that he probably, Like, someone wrote something like that, so then, like, people pick this idea up because they want to sound intelligent. Like I know, mean, like, I, I understand the it,
0: argument in it, but people are parodying it. Like, they're just not coming up yeah, with their own... Just, I mean... yeah. In theory, it is kind of boring to write for a character like him or Captain Marvel or somebody who's like all powerful, but there's more to those characters, and that's why it, it's easy yeah. to write for them. And that's what I—I I mean, it's any any superhero is is you got to be creative in the way you write for them because they're not normal people. But you got to find the relatability in those characters that you know that that make them more human. Yeah. Anyways, back to the anyway. legends of tomorrow. <laughs> um, yeah. <we're> just. <laughs> so s- <laughs> speaking of, uh, you know, relatability. Um, mm-hmm. What uh, what happens in this episode here, Matt? <laughs> so we're going from the
1: uh, you know when Sarah you know released all those aliens into the time stream, so they've been. Uh, it's been causing, you know, all these time aberrations, you know, to do with aliens. So in the last episode, it was, uh, you know, in, in San Bernardino, California, with the whole alien juice that was causing everyone to become ravenous for me. A- alien alien one,
0: juice, not alien juice. Just making sure that no, was not heard. alien from- juice. Okay, um, just
1: making sure. It- <laughs> no, no, because, like, I'm not, I, I don't want to get marjorie taylor green and the ideas about you know you know revamping your auntie because you know she's already got the jewish space lasers. all we need now is her to be talking about alien jews in the senate house floor i don't want that so um you know so just you know keep keep her craziness at bay and you know try to try to deal with her eventually but uh legally don't You know, no, no, no. I I know the right. I know the right wing are snowflakes, and they consider anything a threat. So I know Um, that's why they act so tough because they're scared little children in the heart. Anyway, um, fascism sucks. Anyway, um, so this was about this uh, this um, alien dude like in like a big suit of armor shows up, and he wants to challenge the leader of Earth. Uh, for like
0: the the right to the throne or whatever of the planet, I guess. And, uh and, and, so, and, and his name is. By the way, speaking of lords, it's Lord Noxacrillion.
1: That's right. I was that. That's what I was going to say at the
0: beginning, but I yeah. forgot
1: his name. Um, so, like, uh, he, he's at like a gas station when he's doing this too, and the like the one guy like points at the magazine or something like that, and he, he you know, it was it was. um um DJ wasn't name? Smore's Money, DJ um, Smore Money. Yeah. Yeah, DJ Smore Money. He's got like a smore thing for his hat or whatever. You get it, Smore Money. Um mm-hmm. and that's why it's called the
0: X-Factor because
1: he's um he's the pre-
0: Yeah, he's yeah. Zari's ex boyfriend and he's also the uh judge of The Throne, which is a know, th- yeah, which which is a uh talent competition <laughs> show. Mm-hmm. Kind of like America's, so, yeah, got, so, America's Got Talent or The X Factor or one of those type of things.
1: Yeah, that's why it's called The X. The, the TV yeah. the episode's called The X. Get it? X Factor. And, uh, so he goes up there and just kills the guy, stabs him. So then now they gotta go um, to before that happens to fix that from happening. And, uh, and hilarity ensues. Uh, so there's like some side some B-plots going on, so like um, uh, Zari and, and John's relationship are start starting to get a little bit more serious, but they're not really putting a name on it, but they're, um, they're just spending a lot more time together, and uh, they're kind of like having like a, a make-out sesh, if you will. Don't know why I couldn't just say session, but I gotta say sesh. Okay. And, um, he's got a song playing in the background by the, uh, the Buzzcocks. Great great I guess they're punk but to me they're more than punk whatever um they're considered a punk rock band one of the one of the first ones in England and um the lyrics of the song are saying something like um when you fall in love with someone you shouldn't have fallen in love with yeah and Zari picks it up too she's like are you trying to tell me something you know yeah <laughs> He's like, oh, no, I'm just, I've just, just got this playing, like, oh, yeah, no, you just specifically chose that song with those lyrics by mistake. Um, like, like you do. Like you do, you know, which is interesting, because John is very, uh, very closed off, you know, he's got a lot of walls, you know, so his characters... He does, he, does, he does
0: have a big house, it's got lots of... Oh, no, that's not what you well, mean. No, he's got
1: a big... No, I mean, oh. I mean emotional walls. But, oh! I mean, yes, he's got a lot of walls in his house too. It's a very, very nice house. <laughs> very, very nice house. Anyway, um, no, he wasn't playing that song because um, the Beatles aren't punk, man. Wait, it's not Beatles, is it? Uh, whatever. Um, <clears throat> I should notice because I know a lot about music, but I'm, I'm blanking right now. Um, oh, okay. So um, they uh, <clears throat> they they you know they go back in time to to stop you know, smored money from being stabbed in live television. And uh and then uh they basically uh they they tricked the the Lord um whatever his name is um Noxacrylian. there we go. <laughs> into, they trick him into well what it wasn't because at first they were they it was like a, a huge fight broke out between him and the legends and um and then they um they they convinced him that <clears throat> no the real um, what is the, the, the real um, the real challenge is it, it's a, a singing competition that, that that's how you decide you know, how you dethrone someone you don't you don't you don't do physical violence on this planet and he's like your planet's really immature but I guess this is what we'll do or whatever. <laughs>
0: So so he has he, um, he because, basically is entered into the uh, the 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 uh, the dothrone const- contest <laughs> yeah
1: because yeah he just goes by the book he's like oh okay that's what you do on this planet it's kind of immature but all right <laughs> and he's got like this great robot voice too he's like your planet is really immature uh like this <laughs> like you know sort of metallic sound or whatever yeah um and then they decide to. Um, well, Zari, or Zari 2.0, as, as they like to call her at times. Yeah. Still kind of kind of rude a little, little bit to her. It's like, mm. she's still Zari. I mean, she's from a different timeline, but mm. she's not that's what my, Zari That's 2.0. what my family calls me. Mike 2.0? Yeah, because I'm the second Yeah. Well, well that's different I, because you're not from a different timeline from your dad. At least I don't think so. No. Um, no, my dad and okay. I are
0: different people. Well, yeah, I
1: know that much. Um, <laughs> I mean, biologically, yes. But yes. <laughs> <laughs> unless there's some weird science shit going on that I don't know about. but um, Yeah. Weird
0: science. Good movie, by the way. Um, yes. Good TV series, too, that was on for a while there. Yes. It's right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, so what,
1: so Zari, she basically, you know, because she's really famous, she's got, like, a huge, like, social media empire, yeah. and she her, uh, built for herself, like... But her
0: assistant starts to let her know that things are kind of slipping, and, like, uh her stuff isn't selling as much as it used to be, because she's kind of disappeared from, you know, yeah. the limelight, because mm-hmm. she's been off being a legend. Right, being a legend, exactly. Yes.
1: <clears throat> you know, she kind of... See, I respect people like that, people who... You know, they they build something for themselves, and then, you know, they got you know want to try something else after they've um they've gotten you know they kind of reached their their peak, you know, in one thing. I'm like, you know what? I've I've made my billion dollars on social media and Instagram. I've got my line of nootropic um, powders to put in drinks. I'm gonna go now join a group of time travelers with my brother with our magical totem that makes tornadoes. Like um, like we all do. Like we all do. Yeah. I mean yeah, most of us have done that at some mm-hmm. point in time. Yes. <clears throat> so she um she enters herself or she gets entered into the contest to be this Lord Noxacrillion's opponent. We also find out too that her agent or whoever she is <clears throat> has been kind of Messing with Zari's emotions by intentionally setting her up with people who will like cheat on her just yeah, so that so it more causes publicity. more drama.
0: drama, Right. Yeah. So
1: we find out that she's not really, doesn't really have her best interests at heart at all. It's just about, mm-hmm. you know, making more money, more Benjamins, if you will. It's all, and, um, it's all about the Benjamins, baby. It's all about the Benjamins. And we find, see,
0: Zari does not find it out. We as the audience, Yes. Or also John, um... Finds yeah, it out at one point, thing. because uh, the assistant tries to, uh... <clears throat> tries to kiss John. Um... Right. I think she's got magical powers, too, because she just shows up out of nowhere. Oh, I
1: know. I think... something going on with her. I don't
0: know what, but, um... Unless there's some kind of thing that happens in 2045 where you can just appear, like, different places. Ooh! Yeah, yeah, I don't know about Yeah, that's interesting. Um... Maybe maybe Elon Musk came up with a new form of time of, of God. travel. God. That I fucking hate that piece I of hate shit. him too. But anyways, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, for one thing, he fucking ruined cryptocurrency for the, like the next foreseeable future because now cryptocurrency is like dropped down crazy after he decided to start promoting Dogecoin because I guess he thought that he was like. Well, of course he thinks he's larger than life, so he thinks oh if I promote Dogecoin, crypto's going to go to the moon. That's what he even said. Go to the moon. Then what happened? I literally I was watching the chart live as he said that, and then it just started dropping as soon as he mentioned Dogecoin on SNL. I'm like, yep. <laughs> it's like, I knew that was going to happen. And
0: then he, uh, <laughs> yeah. and he also destroyed the electric car, but that's another story. Um, well, yeah, it's another story, yeah. Uh, anyway, we're not talking about that. Yeah, asshole. so so, so, yeah. so, anyways, in, in the future, um, you know, um, so as part of this uh, competition, um, the uh, the uh, during this during this competition, at one point, Zari's talking to her mother and she tells her mother during a visit that she doesn't think her relationship with John Constantine will last. And he overhears that and later walks out when they have an interview, they, they have like this interview on the, on the, uh, on the show. And, uh, yeah, that's what happens yep. there. Yep. Um, and with, with that, do you want to take a break? No. Oh yeah, sure. Okay. We'll be right back folks with more about this episode. What is Gen X? What is the silent generation? What do generations have in common? Hello, friends, foes, and neithers. <laughs> okay, anyways, <laughs> if you watch the episode, you get that. Um, so <laughs> that's how uh, the host of *The Throne* would introduce the show. Um, <laughs> yep. <coughs> I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start saying that to people when I see them. Cool. I'll just be like, like that. "Hey, what's up, friends, foes, and neithers?" What's up, friends, foes, or nithers? Yeah, you gotta say it like that. Friends, foes, or (laughs) nithers? Um. Anyways, uh. So. (laughs) What else is happening here in the X-Factor?
1: Uh. So, uh. Yeah, this was a pretty straightforward episode. I mean, pretty much all of it kind of revolved around this, you know, the contest. Um. You know, John storms off during the interview, like you said, um because he's still mad about what he overheard. Of course that caused more drama, so then it's like, yeah, you know, whatever. And um
0: Yeah, we we, we do uh, we do have um, on the ship um that Mick McRory is upset with uh Sarah's disappearance. And oh, he's, yeah. al- he's also very upset with his daughter Lita's um um ignorance but he, and he ends up being consoled by um, our new recruit Spooner and um, Ava. Yeah, that's right. So, um, yeah, basically he's just kind of upset. I think they are um, setting up uh, his departure from the show. So
1: yeah, because he's supposed to leave
0: after this season, right? Yeah, he's supposed to leave. Um, but he's yeah. going to come back from time to time. He's just not going to be a, regu- okay. a series regular. Um, right. So, uh. Anyways, um Constantine and Zari end up uh um you know, they're they're having their uh little spat. You know, like he he had gone off, you know, the set during the interview and everything and they basically kind of like break up sort of thing. Mhm. Um it turns out that during this thing um uh DJ Smore Money <laughs> has got a little plan of his own to try to make it so uh, Noxacrillion wins. <laughs> he gives both Noxacrillion and Zari the same song that he wrote. And it's a female empowerment song. <laughs> I love this scene so much. And then, so, so then Noxacrillion, um performs <laughs> it first because he's first up on the competition. And while, the, while they're there, um, you know... Zari realizes that uh, her song's been stolen. But this is after uh, um, John had already figured that out and was trying to tell her, but she wasn't listening to John. Right. So she, uh, she goes um, on stage to perform after that, and she performs that, uh, that song they were listening to earlier. By the Buzzcocks. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then John comes up on stage and joins her by playing guitar. And then uh, one of the other con- contestants, some of the other contestants on the show join her on stage as her band. And this is after, uh, this is after Noxocrillion performed that song, you know, in his male voice, but it was a female empowerment song.
1: You got, if, if it's on YouTube, you got to check it out. It is yeah, it, it, well, it's I, 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 I'm assuming good.
0: if you're listening to this, you've already seen it, but <laughs> right. But just oh man, like I, see, I guess God, a guy like I, I, like a CW
1: app, I would just rewind that part mm-hmm. because like it's such a, it's a good song too, but it's just like watching the alien in that suit like strut around as
0: he's singing this song. It's just like like. It, it, I don't know, though it, one of the funniest things I've seen lately. <laughs> it, 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 it's it's funny. It's kind of like how like like we were talking about the Masked Singer earlier, which this is kind of influenced by a little bit too. Um, yeah. It, when when I've been watching that show, it's just so funny that you're watching this and somebody's performing. Like I can't remember um, what song it was, but one of the contestants this season is dressed up like a like like a piglet, <laughs> and um, he was performing a like like a Phil Collins song that was very deep and emotional. (laughs) And I'm watching it and I'm almost like, I was like really invested in it. And I was like, man, this is a good song. He's singing it really well. And I'm really kind of touched by my heart. And then my mind looks at the screen and I'm like, he's dressed up like a fucking pig.
1: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs)
0: I was like, I can't believe I'm being emotionally moved by a dude dressed up like a pig. Um, That's what I was saying. We're, we're living in, like, really, really weird times. Like, we really are.
1: Like, you could, like, you know, cry yourself to sleep in a guy dressed up as a piglet and then, like, at the same time you could have people, like, you know, dressed up as, like, holy figures who you just, like, absolutely despise
0: and hate. Like, yeah. it's just, like... <laughs> man this is moving and it's 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 like a couple couple weeks ago there was like a um a on that show uh, a guy dressed up like a yeti um (laughs) who's been revealed recently um not really spoiling it spoiler if you haven't known it but it was omarion um but he was he was singing uh justin bieber's song lonely which i really like and he and he was he was rollerblading around on the stage in this and, and um I was just amazed by the fact that he was rollerblading and he was really emotional with the song and I was almost crying watching it and I'm like the dude's dressed up like a fucking yeti,
1: um, <laughs> yes, you know how do they how do they reveal like do they wait or is it someone has to guess who they are and then- um oh the the
0: way the way that show works. For anybody that's interested, um, what they do is each week they the, re, the person is revealed because they're the the judges and the studio audience if they're if they have one. But during COVID, they have like a they have it set up where it's like certain fans at home are able to vote, um, and they uh, they they vote on who their favorite performer is, and the person with the least amount of votes gets voted off each week. Mm-hmm. So um, then they. Um, they do guess who it is. The um, the judges will guess, and they get points themselves if um, currently if they guess it right. Um, but you know, and they, they give a bunch of clues throughout it, so you can you know each week, so you can kind of help you guess who the person might be under the mask. And then, um, yeah, and once they're voted off, they they have to take off their mask and reveal who it is, and they play the they 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 they, they play the song who. You, hoo, hoo, <laughs> hoo, 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 hoo. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, that that's how that works. So each week, they you know, yeah, it's interesting if you just look up some of the performances and reveals, you don't have to watch the whole show, and you can yeah. look them up on YouTube, and it's fun just to see that. Um, anyways, um, back to this show. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, this, this guy, you know, is singing this kind of powerful song, but he's a fucking giant robot. <laughs> um it was actually a pretty good song. Yeah. Yeah. And then and, th- and then Zari performs her Bugs- Buzzcocks song and she ends up winning. So he uh you know basically surrenders to her. Right. Um <coughs> and, th- and and things are better between uh Um they uh, it, Zari, Zari, you know, like they basically what ends up happening is they, uh, Zari and Constantine are kind of like, you know, back on the men's and they basically admit the fact that they're, they're dating. Um, yeah. Also during this whole episode, uh, Sarah on the planet that they were in is wounded after the uh, attack from Amelia Earhart in the previous episode. So, they have these people pursuing them that are all Ava clones. <laughs> I almost forgot about this whole thing. Yeah, me too. I totally yeah. forgot about it. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Gary ends up eating all of their pursuers only to learn that they are Ava clones, you know, like I said. Um, <laughs> I he freaked out so much when he found out. Yeah, they, they, uh, and at the end, um, well, at, at the end of the episode, um, Noxacrilion comes onto the ship and his suit opens up and inside is this uh, cute little uh, you know cute little uh, gizmo Yoda looking type alien inside you know And um, this little green (laughs) thing and uh, he reveals himself to be this uh, you know he was piloting this suit the whole time but uh, Mick comes in and just steps on him (laughs) I hated that
1: part so much
0: (laughs) I loved it actually so (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i I don't want him to die it was like he just revealed himself I and... know, but I was just like it makes sense Mick had to do that um <laughs> yeah I don't I don't know if he did it on purpose or not. I don't think he even saw the guy no I think um, he did do it on purpose because he kind of mentioned oh, him, okay but yeah um anyways uh mm-hmm. but at the very end we after uh Sarah follows one of the clones back to its base she ends up meeting a man who has been waiting a long time for her. Yeah. So yeah. And that's how the episode ended. Yeah, some dude. <clears throat> by the
1: way, <clears throat> Gary has always had an unhealthy obsession with Ava for some reason. Yeah. Like 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 he looks up to her like but mm-hmm. like almost like he's got a crush on her but not really. It's yeah. like a weird. Like even too like did she reveal though too that like like she had like a weird dream about him once too? Like Yeah, <laughs> I think like I weird, think so she said something like, I've got Gary issues or something like that. Yeah. (laughs) um, So he ate a clone of her and then like felt terrible once he found out. He's like, why did you taste so good? It was funny. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm still, to be fair, I'm still not jazzed about Gary as an alien plot,
0: but whatever. It just kind of came out of nowhere in my opinion, but I don't like it. But still, that was funny. Um, Yeah. So, um, do you want to take another break here, Matt, and then we'll come back and talk about some trivia for this episode? Yeah. Okay. We'll be right back, folks. It's the Ninja from the Ask the Angry Ninja Show saying, come listen
1: to the show. We got the Ninja Wife to give you movie reviews. We got the Conscript to give you the Ninja News, and we got the battle to talk about your sports. And as always, it is the Ask the Angry Ninja Show. So... Ask me a question, we'll give you the ninja knowledge you need for your ninja life. Search for us anywhere you get your podcast from, just search for the Ask the Anger Ninja Show, and enjoy the show.
0: Friends, foes, and neither's, we are back. Anyways, um, so, um, or neither's, neither's, neither's? Anyways, <laughs> um, so, okay, here's some trivia for this episode, Matt. You ready for this? Yes. Okay, get ready. Here we All go. Right. All, All right. right. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Ava refers to De throne as La La Land. This is a reference to the musical film of the same name. <laughs> okay. Bayrod mm-hmm. asks Noxacrillion if he gets a ride home with a space cabbie. Space cabby is, is actually a character in the comics' uh, future stories. So... <clears throat> Kind of probably a little Easter egg there. Noxacrilion believing Earth is ruled by a singular king is is common sci-fi joke about aliens asking to be taken to your leader. Um, typically yeah. the president of the United States in most movies. Um, Nate mentions Thor Ragnarok, calls Lord Noxacrilion the Iron Giant. Ironically, <laughs> the latter film itself made uh, notable references to Superman. Um, yeah. <laughs> And it's funny because people talked about this show being kind of the Thor Ragnarok of the uh, CW universe. Um, oh wow! Yeah, um, the singing competition, The Throne, is a parody of TV of the TV series The Voice. The golden buzzer is an homage to America's Got Talent's own golden buzzer. The wild card pays homage to several of the singing show competitions, um, but more. Um, particular The Masked Singer where a celebrity keeps their identity a secret until it's time for them to unmask. Yeah. They do have wild cards on that show, too. They've come in lately. So, like, it's a new thing that they do where they, you know, the season's going on and then all of a sudden a new contestant joins the show. Um, (laughs) Okay, Gary is is revealed to go into an animalistic side if he fights all out in his true form. He meekly defends himself by saying, you know what it's like when you haven't had uh, bone marrow for a while, suggesting that his species need to eat um, live beans to keep themselves either in good health or properly satisfied, uh, satiated. I'm s- satiated. Um, the latter being more likely, as he said that an Ava clone tasted delicious. Um, <laughs> it is revealed... That Dwayne Johnson is president in 2045. That's Nate, right. Nate wonders if John Cena is the chief of staff. Um, <laughs> yeah, Cena will be in the upcoming uh, movie The Suicide Squad, which is a DC property, which oh, yeah, uh, wi- right. which will re- re- be released in the in the summer. In addition, The Rock will star in Black Adam, another DC property, <laughs> as the titular character in 2022. In uh, *The Young Rock*, a television series based upon the life of professional wrestler and actor Dwayne Johnson, known more commonly as The Rock, um, did a did a frame did a frame storyline in season one where Johnson is running as a candidate in the fictional 2032 United States presidential election. <laughs> um, the song playing at the beginning in John Constantine's. Um, Houses ever fallen in love by the Buscocks, foreshadowing the ending when Zari sings it on the throne. Okay, and that's all of the trivia here. Um, anything else here, Matt? Um, about the episode, any other thoughts? <laughs> uh,
1: no. I mean, I just, uh, you know, it's just a really good episode, and uh, you know, like I said, I'm still not jazzed about Gary the Alien, but you know they'll make it work they they always do
0: <laughs> yeah it it seems it seems a little out of left field here on this but it, it, it does yeah, it's like, kind of weird
1: <laughs> it like you know i i you know like you know zari quote 2.0 which whatever zari from a different timeline you know she's really finally grown on me because you know it was a lot to get used to just because the personality is
0: so much different yeah. than uh because you got the first that, one who's kind that, of a tomboy, and this one who's kind yeah. of like a, like a, at first, kind of a Kim Kardashian <laughs> clone or something, you know?
1: Right. But now that she's been, you know, here for a season and some change, you know, I've really gotten... I mean, I do hope that the old Zari will eventually be able to find a way. I mean, they always find a way to do stuff all the time in yeah. these shows. I mean, you can bring people back to life in these shows, so...
0: And Gary I'm an sure will be
1: able to, what's that and gary's
0: an alien and
1: Gary's an alien exactly <laughs> so, uh, so they'll probably find a way at some point to get her to come back out of the totem permanently and um and also to fix the problem because if you don't remember the reason why she went into the totem in the first place is because Bayard kept getting all these wounds because he wasn't supposed to live in that timeline
0: yeah with I'm real sorry I really just my main thing about the future of the show is I really just want Sarah back mm-hmm. I mean I like the, I want Sarah back i with oh, the rest, yeah. with the rest of the crew i I like the you know the 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 dynamic of like Ava as the leader but still I miss Sarah being there um and it's just oh, kind yeah, of definitely. it's kind of annoying because like most of uh both this show and supergirl the main lead female character has been like on a different planet or something than the rest of the cast the whole season for different reasons you know so i mean right it's, yeah yeah it's just kind of
1: exactly it is kind of weird how they do that well i noticed that too it like <clears throat> like even with like the shows and stuff like that so like the the like i mean like marvel versus dc it like it seems like they copy off each other. So, like, for example, <clears throat> when Endgame came out in 2019, that was, um, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me, um, around the same year, I think, that, no, the year before that was Season 3 of Legends. And in Season 3 of Legends, they have all these magical totems spread throughout the Earth that, if they're used at the same time, they can. Make reality of whatever you yeah. want it to be, huh? I wonder what that sounds like. Um, but the only difference is, is that in Legends, each uh, one person could only use one totem. Yeah, so and, you and had
0: the, to get a, Yeah, you know he, what I mean. And it was it was set up. I mean, it was set up before in Marvel before it was hit on their show because Marvel had been setting that up for years since the. No, yeah, I know. Since the Tesseract, <laughs> uh, yeah. No,
1: no, I, I understand that, but so then that came out around the same the same year that Infinity War came out, probably, yeah. and then and then now <laughs> with DC with um Legends of Tomorrow obviously been about like protecting the timeline. Now the show Loki is pretty much about you know protecting the, like they have like the Time
0: Lords and like you already have that in these like pretty much like the first um yeah I mean. The, We'll have to Unless- see when Loki comes out, but it does look a lot similar to Legends of Tomorrow. But then again, Legends of Tomorrow is very similar to Doctor Who. Right. <laughs> so it's just you <laughs> like... Know. No, I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. it's interesting. Um, we'll see where these but all lo- go. <laughs> but Loki looks really freaking good. Um, yeah. We'll, 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 we'll probably cover that in our future episodes of this show. I hope so, because it's yeah. really... yeah. <clears throat> But, yeah, um, I don't know. Any other thoughts here, Matt, before we uh, close sh- close up shop? No, sure. no, I'm good. <laughs> Anyways, um, friends, foes, and neithers, um, be good to each other, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, be kind, rewind. Go to Apple Podcasts. <laughs> Give us a five-star review. It'll really help us out. Um you know, let us know what you think of the show. That'll help us out, too. We can, you know, if you think we suck, we can help make it better, you know? I don't know how, because I can't change who I am. <laughs> I mean, may- maybe you want yeah. to leave the show.
1: I mean, we can't... We can't, you uh, know, you know, change too much to make improvements, because then, you know, it won't be, you know, our show anymore. Yes. It would just be simpler random show so
0: mm-hmm. and we need yeah. to be we need to be unique. Be ourselves. Be different. Um anyways, yeah. um yeah, go do that, you know, check out our Patreon. Subscribe to the show. That helps too. Um share it with everybody. You know, just just give us a share on Instagram, on on the book, of face. And um, you know, If you can, somehow, on the tick of the talk, And the, uh, you know, on the twits. The twits, the grams, the social memes. Yes. The twits, the grams, the talks, The, uh, I don't know, the friendsters, the, uh, MySpace. Wait. The, uh, the, um, the GeoCities, the, um just call up your friends randomly on their phone and be like, hey, check out this podcast. S- send it to them by Carrier Pigeon. That'd be cool, too, mm-hmm. you know?
1: I like that, and the, I like the GeoCities. Yes. We should, we should make a GeoCities page just as, like, a joke. Like, I don't know. Like, can you, can you still do that? Well, I don't know. Actually, I'm not sure. I guess... Actually, I think there is a... Um, a site out there, or a template... Mm-hmm. That actually allows you to make site like, that looks like GeoCities like out like like basically like like I don't think you, I don't think there is GeoCities anymore but like yeah. you can actually take a pick like a template for like WordPress or blog
0: I'm not sure which one I, I tell, you what, then, uh, tell you what tell you what folks if like, you if you want us to do that you know go to our Patreon let us know or buy a shirt on T Public and send us an email. Let us know. Show us your receipt from buying it, and um, you know, screenshot of it, and uh, you know, maybe we'll do that. You can also request, you know, like if if you buy a shirt. Here's a new thing, okay? If you buy a shirt on T Public, you can actually. This is a thing I'm gonna I'm gonna say right now, and I think Matt, you might agree with this. (laughs) Um, we'll allow you to pick a topic for a future episode. Yeah. If you can prove that you bought a t-shirt. It's that simple, folks. Email me at Mike at dot com with your information. And uh, we will cover like whatever movie or TV show you want us to cover an episode of, you know. Mm-hmm. But.
1: We cannot promise that we'll like the movie. Exactly. So. Mm-hmm. But we, know, will, watch get, we will watch it. We
0: will watch it. Yeah, I mean, and it could even be, like, a, an episode in the middle of a series that we've never watched, <clears throat> which could be even more fun. If I had to watch, like, you know, episode 13 of season 14 of uh, Grey's Anatomy or something, I'll do it. Yeah, it, it might not be what we normally pick, but... Um... Yeah, I'm just saying, you know, that, that might be interesting, because I've only seen the first episode of Grey's Anatomy. I've never seen anything else. So, yeah. um... And like I've said before, I loved Grey's Anatomy the first time when it was called ER, and I loved uh, ER the first time when it was called St. Elsewhere. So, um, (laughs) yeah, there we go. So, folks, be kind. Rewind. Actually, I do have one thing to also say.
1: Yes. Because it reminded me when I said you get what you get. It reminded me of a YouTube page channel I watched because that's what. That's what she said. So, um, well, that's literally, I'm not making like a Michael Scott joke. That's yeah. literally what she said. But um, is that there's this um, husband and wife named Vin and Sori. Okay. <clears throat> v- V-I-N-A-N, um, no space. So V-I-N-A-N-D space S-O-R-I. Mm-hmm. They're a husband and wife they basically just do what we do but they, they review, they list the songs and they just talk about the songs. And, um, I I've been watching their stuff and it's, they have really interesting conversations. Like they got one about, um, institutionalized by suicidal tendencies. Um, uh, he, he talked about, you know, how like he actually has been institutionalized a couple of times when he was a teenager. His mom, his mom was a, Mental health care worker, and so she saw the signs that he was depressed and having all other kinds of issues. So she got got him, you know, the help that he needed, you know, quickly, you know, before it got too bad. And so just talked for like forty five minutes, you know, after like a three minute song, you know. And um, it, uh, I watched another one they did about Fear Factory. Um, uh, I forgot the name of the song, but they did they did a video about Fear Factory, and uh, had a really interesting conversation about that because um because fear factory did a really ambitious three album concept album that stretched like six years um in the making it's pretty much all about um just like technology getting a little too advanced like when it, especially when it comes to like law enforcement with like spying like back in 1995 they were talking about this which very they got very you know, topical today <laughs> it, oh yeah because they're talking about just like uh, not just cameras everywhere but just like just being able to monitor people like all the time like just every second of every day um, pretty much you know like the album pretty much has like a character named um, edge crusher who he's trying to stop all this from getting completely out of control but eventually the machines capture him and imprison him and then that leads into the second album and then he's trying to like break himself out of prison pretty much like they pretty much said that Terminator was quite inspired the whole Interesting. thing, but like, um, and, uh, anyway, yeah. Um, if you want to check them out, um, I mean, they're not paying me to promote their channel or anything like that, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh that's pretty cool. Uh,
0: they, yeah. They are pretty cool. Um, so yeah, if you, if you like that kind of thing, you can check them out. Um, so. yeah. And, and make sure, make sure you, you know, support the stuff you love, you know, and don't, yeah. I mean, I know we make fun of shows and stuff that we don't like, but you know, it's, it's better to go and support stuff you love, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, you know, we are talking a lot about stuff we do like um, lately. And I mean, even the stuff that we don't like, we do in fun. Um, we're not being... We do we like it in a weird way. Yeah, we, we enjoy watching stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it's it's a lot, of, a lot better to promote stuff you love than to, you know, talk about stuff you hate. Um, so there's that, um, you know, But yeah, like like I said, you know, check out all2real2.com for any other information about our show um, and ways to share the show. You know, you can just share that share that website. Just go anywhere and share that. Um, Share the shows you love, um, you know, on YouTube and on here. Um, But yeah, just love each other, people. We need more of that in the world. Yeah, seriously. That's all I have to say. Bye bye.
1: Thanks for listening to All Too Real 2 Podcast, a Cullen Park production. Produced and edited by Michael E. Cullen II. Music by Matthew Haas. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us at CullenPark.com.